Hello, my name is Fergal O'Keefe and you're very welcome to the Galway City Your Council podcast series where we will share insights on the range of services, projects and people in the Galway City local authority area. Galway City Council provide a diverse range of services including beach maintenance, dog pounds, health promotion, strategic planning, tourism promotion and housing supply. This series will introduce you to some of the people delivering those services and the valuable work they do every day in Galway City. For more information on Galway City Council, please go to our website www.galwaycity.ie. My guest today is Edward Conlon, a Housing Liaison Officer with Galway City Council. Galway City Council own and manage over 2,000 properties and the tenant liaison officers provide a wide range of services to tenants including advice on all details of their tenancy agreements, developing resident associations, providing details of services in the area and assisting in problems like antisocial behaviour. Listen now to my interview with Edward as we chat about his role as a housing liaison officer. Edward, you're very welcome to the podcast. Great to see you. Thank you very much. Your job, the title is Housing Liaison Officer, isn't that right? That is correct, yeah. yeah. Housing Liaison Officer with Galway City Council. And what does that entail? It's quite uh, quite varied, really. Um, our role basically is to deal with the allocations of, of new tenancies, deal with uh, older persons' complexes, dealing with uh, issues like immunity grants um, for uh, residents' associations and also setting up residents' associations themselves. How many HLOs are there in Galway City Council? Uh, there's currently three housing liaison officers and one senior housing liaison officer. And then the the areas are broken up into three different sections. So you'll have the east of the city, which I cover, which covers all of the Ballyban area and out to all of Dewishka. And then you have the centre of the city, which would cover the likes of Water, Mac and Flats, down to the city centre where Whitehall is. And thirdly, then you have the housing officer for the west side of the city covering parts of Shantala all the way out to Nocnacara. And how, like how many houses would you own or manage? Well, currently at the moment, we're looking at near enough 2,700 units between the um, city, the west and the east side of the city. So it's quite a substantial amount of units to, to manage, um, you know, on a daily basis. Issues range basically from maintenance issues, which is quite takes up quite a lot of our time. You know, uh, and also issues we say, for instance, like antisocial behaviour that we would deal with uh, consecutively with the the Gardaí as well. A line I saw about your job is it said the relationship between, you know, you and the tenant, it's much more than a traditional landlord tenant relationship, isn't it? Very much so, you know, um, from I suppose from day one, from your, your allocations meeting, you know, where you meet with the tenants and you go through all the different um, tenancy regulations. That's in place, you know, so you would build a relationship from day one with the tenant, um, you know, and then, as I say, afterwards, then issues regarding maintenance, uh, upgrades, you know, upgrades sometimes as well with some of the older, older persons um, groups that we have, you know, they would have adaptation uh, needs to be done to some of the properties, you know, as they grow older as well. Would you have sort of a, a typical week? I suppose it's very varied, isn't it? Yes, it's it's very varied because, you know, you could come in on a Monday morning and, and it could be, you know, there could have been an emergency maybe over the weekend, something that you need to, to look at. Uh, it may be, you know, a matter of contacting one of the other different relevant sections. It could be the environment section, it could be the park section. 
or even our own maintenance section as well, you know, in relation to it could be something small like a leak to a radiator or something like that, that, you know, that needs to be tended to as quickly as possible. But yeah, it's very, very varied. You could, you could go from, you know, issues of complaints to even dealing with, uh, you know, the likes of residence associations with their grants and, and assisting them with, you know, uh, top ups and immediate grants as well. That's, that, I presume that's a huge part of your job is helping residents associations, setting them up and helping them run the rules, etc. Yeah, very much so, because, you know, with a lot of, of grants, uh, you know, given by Galway City Council, there, this, there is quite a lot of paperwork, you know, and one of the big issues these days, I suppose, is insurance, which, you know, a lot of companies come come up with issues, but a lot of the residents associations are finding that insurance has gone sky high and some of them find it difficult, you know, to, to actually even able to get the grant. So, you know, sometimes in, in the past worked in conjunction with Galway City Partnership to actually try and get umbrella insurance from maybe two to three different residence associations to try and assist them. And is that a major issue? Is it getting getting insurance now? It's it's the cost implications for it at the moment. That yeah. seems to be the thing, you know, in, in some cases, residence associations are coming back and saying me, tell me that, uh, you know, their insurance has, has actually doubled from last year. Uh, there's been no changes as far as their concerns, but it's just the, the, the prices are just gone, gone very, very high. And what does what does that cover? The insurance? Is that, you know, everything in, within a, the estate, like as in out in public it, it areas? It covers everything, you know, if residents association, yeah, if, if, if a residents association, you know, even using the use of lawnmowers, use of tools, uh, you know, maybe if they decide to, to clean up a, an area, uh, that's something that I also involved in, you know, with community groups with litter picking and so on. And, you know, that that insurance covers all aspects, you know, from use of a lawnmower to the use of a litter picker. Antisocial, behavioural issues. Is, is that the challenging part of your job? Well, it is. It is. Yeah, it can be a difficult, a difficult aspect, you know, dealing with the antisocial behaviour, whether it, it ranges from small little things like, you know, dogs maybe barking in somebody's back garden all night to possibly, you know, maybe there being music played quite high. And then, you know, sometimes we'll have parties, you know, as well. You know, it's not not a, a big issue within the city, thankfully, at the moment. But, you know, there there has been complaints from, you know, tenants basically regarding. And it's not always Galway City Council tenants. That's one thing I'd like to point out. You know, within a lot of estates, you know, we would have social and affordable housing and also there would have been private houses uh, and it's not always going with city council tenants you know that are, are to blame for the antisocial behavior and is that something that that over so to say as part of your job then more and more now it's like mixed use houses isn't it in a, in a state so it's it's um as you say you, you're you're talking to you know the tenants that you deal with but then there's other tenants that that aren't you're dealing with and that can become a bit of an issue i would say yeah, it is. I suppose, you know, in the last number of years where we have gone in and bought properties in, in private estates, uh, one one good thing I, I would say is uh, they all have management companies. So a lot of my job these days is also dealing with the likes of management companies and it can be in relation to small issues like possibly illegal parking or maybe bins not being put out in time or not being removed in time. Or even the likes of, of, as I say, you know, music or dogs barking. Um, so yeah, as a, a you know, the, go back to the original point. It's it's not always Galway City Council tenants that are to blame. There's also you know private dwellings that have parties from time to time and also had dogs in their back garden uh, barking. 
And I suppose that's where the resident associations are so important because then you have people within the area dealing with their own issues, isn't it? That's the probably most effective way of doing it. Very much so, because, you know, communities are stronger with with the likes of residents associations. Um, You know, I'm dealing with quite a lot of them, we say, in in the Ballyban area at the moment. And, you know, some of the the work that's that's been done in in some areas, you know, and I'll give an example there of, we'll say, Shruhan and Culture Merlin, where there's a, a strong residents association in that area. And, you know, it's it's small little things that that helps the estate it might even be, you know, getting our parks department to come in and help out with flowers, shrubbery, you know, cutting bra- back uh, wild grass and so on. You know, even small little things like painting bollards, it has enhanced the whole area. And then uh, in, in June of last year, we were engaged with um, a residents association in Slieve Rua. Uh, and we decided to get some funding for a project called Greening the Alleyways. Now, this basically was, was funded by the Department of Environment, and there was also money from from local councillors as well, which uh, assisted in in allowing to get a, a wall, which was approximately about maybe eighty to one hundred meters long, to get it actually a mural painted on this. Uh, it has enhanced the whole estate um, dramatically. But that was only one part of it. We also had our parks department then come in to actually put in, uh, replace some damaged trees. Uh, so we had maybe in brand new trees actually put into the estate as well. And then thankfully, park section came on board with extra funding to actually put down fresh tarmacadam around the area. So the whole estate has, has changed dramatically. Um, we also put in wildflowers. And currently, uh, just putting in some some new areas of flowers on the on the green area within the estate as well. When those things are done, like the effect that it has on uh, an estate, you know, from a morale point of view, for want of a better word, gives pride. I would say, yeah, very much for the pride, and and you know, people are people are are very very happy when. They see that the local authority are coming on board and actually working with them. Uh, and you, you do, as you said, you see the sense of pride where they actually now come out and, and litter pick the area themselves. They're maintaining some of the grass area. Uh, and, you know, even the trees, one of the issues, I suppose, when we put the trees up initially was, you know, would they get damaged? Now, they've been up since last November and I don't think there's been any damage caused to anything. So that's where the pride has taken place, you know, by the residents themselves. And also what's happened now is, the feedback is coming from other estates. Can we do the same? So, you know, I'm currently now engaging with the, the an estate close by in Fauna Gloss. Uh, we've also started the process there as well, but putting in new flower boxes, uh, litter picking in the area. So, you know, it's it's working very, very well, very well. But it, it's a case of, of, you know, Galway City Council working with local communities to improve the area. Your job is very much, you're like the, the point of contact, aren't you? So you can see what's on offer within Galway City Council, the various departments, um, and then be the point of contact for the resident association, help them and let them know what's on offer. And then you know who to talk to. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, when you're looking for for funding, uh, you know, to, to actually carry out works on the estates, you know, you may have to go to the environment section. You may have to go to the traffic and infrastructure section or the park section, you know, and and. I suppose a lot of our tenants, you know, wouldn't know how the relevant sections work, but thankfully I do. And we're able to get the paperwork in, you know, before works get started. So, yeah, the the point of contact is very important because, 
the public, the, the Galway City Council tenants see me as, as the point of contact so that they actually can further, further the, the, um, the works on their estate. I know that's kind of at the community level. Then I presume you're kind of doing a similar thing in a way at individual, at the tenant level from point of view of tenancy agreements and, you know, dealing with, you know, individual issues. Do you do that as well? Very much so, you know, said initially at the allocations meeting, you know, we would obviously stipulate, you know, what what the um, the tenancy agreement entails, uh, what the responsibilities are for the tenants as well. And then also trying to get the tenants engaged in residence associations. So, you know, you may have a residence association that's been set up for the last five years. You're obviously going to lose some people from time to time. But then bringing in new tenancies, you try and engage with them to get involved in, we'll say, for instance, like community cleanups that has been done in, in the Ballyban area over the last number of years. So that must be very satisfactory for you then on a personal level when you see that someone coming into an area and getting integrated with the neighbours through the residence association and, you know, it's their, finding their home. It must, it must be a lovely part of your job. Yes, it is. It's nice to actually see people engage, you know, within the community. And it's a good way to get to to know your neighbour as well. Um, you know, over the last number of years, I suppose there's, you know, with COVID, things have been very, very different. But, uh, you know, now that thankfully we're behind most of the COVID, you know, things have improved. There seems to be more residents association meetings. There's new ideas coming up and there's more residents associations Needing to wanting to get formed as well, which is a positive thing, so that we can obviously you know work with the the different groups itself. What's your background? Like, how long have you been in this area? Um, I've been I've been in the um, housing section for the last eight years. Uh, previous to that, I worked as a community warden, with you know similar in many ways to to setting up residents associations and working with residents residents associations as well. So, I suppose the experience is there and. Uh, you know, I'm 21 years with the council. I suppose the 10 out, 10 or 11 of those years was based in the Ballyban and Dewishk area as well as a warden. So a lot of environmental issues as well, dealing with issues similar to that. So, you know, the point of contact with all the relevant sections, I suppose, I have the experience there, whether it's dealing with bins or illegal dumping. You know, it's it's I suppose it makes it easier for me to be able to contact the relevant sections and you know, and ask for the appropriate action. And what would you call, like, say, the best part or the the part that you get the most satisfaction from in your role? I suppose the most important uh, part of it really is is the setting up of residence associations uh, and getting them to work. You know, it's it it is it's it's a thankless ta- task sometimes. You know, with chairpersons, you know, and also you know you have to have someone to run the finances, uh, making sure there's sufficient finances there to buy materials or to buy flowers or whatever it is. So yeah, it's, it's that's that's where the satisfaction comes from when you see that residence association formed, set up, and actually working. Uh, and you know, as, as as it combines, you know, with even the likes of Shuhan and Culture Merlina, there a very very strong residence associations down there. Um, you know, one of the things that's that's done every year is a community festival. So there's one actually coming up uh, towards the end of this month. You know, a community festival within the Ballyban area. They're going to have something similar to the mini World Cup, which all the kids can get involved in. So that means that, you know, you'll have teams possibly coming from the likes of Oran Moore, from Dewishka, from Ballyban, and maybe even, you know, teams coming from the west side of the city as well to actually join in in this, this community day. 
That's cool. And like, have you noticed over the years, like your many years working, has, you know, as Ireland changes, become much more multicultural that a part of your job now is dealing with different ethnicities and different cultures and as part of your role? Very much so. And, and you know, I'm glad to say that in many of our residence associations, we have many different, many different nationalities in our residence associations. And they help to engage with different areas. You know, we say, for instance, in, in the Wishka area, you know, you might, you have, large playing pitches there but you know in relation to the community festival that's that's going on in the valley bank they will actually engage with their own children to get involved so you know it's it's, it's a very worthwhile uh, very worthwhile uh, thing to do yeah i can imagine something like that like for the kids like having a, a mini world cup must be an amazing way of of integrating everybody and and uh, creating a community spirit sounds brilliant it is. It is. It's. It's. Uh, you know, pre-COVID, we had we had tried this out, and it it worked out very, very well. You know, there was lots of different different um, young children involved coming from all different parts of the city. We were very, very surprised when you see them actually going coming in from the county. You know, when as soon as you hear the the children about a mini World Cup, they all seem to be wanting to be involved. So they were coming from everywhere, from my column into to Oran Moore and, and even further afield. I know that you've worked on many projects, but is there one particular project that you would particularly like to talk about? Uh, well, I suppose maybe just to go back to the 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 Schlieve Rua estate, which was, I suppose, one of the most major jobs that have been involved in recently. You know where where that has worked out has been just a fantastic, um, fantastic for the the actual community themselves. Um, you know, and I'm currently now looking at trying to commu- get a community facility for that residence association uh, within the estate as well so that they can have, um, you know, meetings, whether they want to have meetings. They've even talked about, you know, having evenings, we say, for older people where they can sit down, a greet and meet um, and other, other facilities then, you know, similar to maybe MABS and also maybe even an area where the guard can come in and meet the local community guardee as well. And obviously ourselves, the housing liaison officers. So, as I say, that, that Schlieberua project is is work in progress. You know, maybe since COVID happened, I suppose, since that's kind of showed us the importance of people being able to meet up uh, like in a, in, a, in a facility like that. Doesn't it? With all you know, with community and meeting is so important face to face. I think COVID showed that. I think yes, very very much so. And I I I even get you know the feedback sometimes from some of the older tenants. They're still actually very very nervous about you know meeting with people, uh, you know to actually get out and about. And I suppose that creates a lot of problems itself if people are stuck inside in the house all day and not willing to go out and meet other people. So you know by by Building this within uh, within communities, you know, you would hope that it would actually get people out and about and get them actually into to meeting with other other residents and other, whether it's private residents or, or you know, Galway City Council tenants. You would hope this would maybe get them back out again, you know, to, to do a little bit of, of um, you know, talking within the community. Sometimes I work with the, the, the likes of services with COPE. So they've come on board as well, you know, since COVID and to, to help out with organizing you know community mornings and as i say meet and greet so we we've started that recently it is a slow process but it is working it's it's working and it's a positive uh, process okay so thank you so much so the last question i just this is a personal one it is my last question i ask everyone it's basically there was one thing unique or special about galway 
what would that be? Well, I suppose, look, <clears throat> yeah, I've lived in London for many years and coming back, you know, back to, to Galway again, it's the, the it's a small city, you know, when you come from the likes of London, very, very small, but, you know, it's it's a very beautiful place. It's full of energy, you know, with all the arts, you know, we just cost the arts week. Now you have race week. So, you know, Galway has a lot to offer. Thank you so much. Fergal. Okay, listen, thanks very much. Yeah, take care, right? Bye. Thank you for listening and we look forward to sharing some more great interviews every Tuesday. Please subscribe or follow wherever you listen to your podcasts and you'll be the first to hear new episodes every Tuesday. You are listening to the Galway City Your Council podcast.